Hey gang, hi, hello, it's me, it's your host. I'm Vince, how are you? I hope you're well. Welcome to episode 197. 197. 197. 197, that's what. How are you? We have some things to talk about today, some things to share, some things that are going on. I have a really fun piece of lore for you today, not a super long episode. Uh, not a lot's really going on, to be honest. Like, I don't feel like much has been happening. But I hope you're well. You look good. You look good. I mean, you know. Yeah, you look great. You look better. If I mean, if that, what do you want? What do you want me to tell you? Like, I don't want to lie to you. But you look good. You look nice. You clean up well, kid. Mazel. How are you, <laughs> guys? I saw Sonic two, and I don't think I've ever genuinely cried that much in a theater. Uh, I, I went during a matinee show and there's like a, there's like a dollar theater near me. I went during a matinee and paid a da five bucks, like five and change. Like I want to say under five fifty for f- tickets, which is bonkers to me. Cause like, I mean, where I'm from, it wasn't expensive seven bucks, but still anyway, I saw it. It's really good. It's really charming. I don't like it feels like a lot of the first one in the best way. Like, I was at that same level of hype. I was at that same level of excitement. I, I don't want to talk too much about it because Kyle and I do want to do a Kyle and Vince likes on it. Um, whenever he can get out of the jungles, whenever he can get some free time. There's rumor that they might be letting his platoon out for a while so he can come home for a bit. I don't know. I don't ask the questions. Uh, but... There's like one thing I didn't like that's kind of shitty and nitpicky and whatever. But other than that, it's a fine movie. As a Sonic fan, it's great. And I loved it. And I had a blast watching it. And I pretty much cried up until like the second act. And then the second act came. And then I cried all through the third act. Like, and what was kind of cool is that I got to see it in a theater that was during the day. And I didn't realize it might have been like Easter weekend for these kids when I went. And it was all kids in the theater and it was all like six and seven and eight, nine and 10 and 11 year olds. And it was so cool about that is that like, I remember when I was that age and my favorite thing in the world was Sonic the Hedgehog. So to see that, just to see kids that were my age who were upset. And I, when I was that age, I was obsessed with Sonic and these kids are upset. Like there's a point towards the end where something happens and this little girl in the same row, like maybe 15 seats away, all of a sudden I see, yeah, go Sonic. <laughs> like, this little kid, it was just so cute. And I was just like, it was so like, I saw people going in there with like, Adults that had like Sonic shirts on, kids that had like Sonic shirts on. Someone came in with like their plush dolls. Like, you know, it was just, it was, I remember being a kid and loving the Sonic games, the adventure games on my GameCube and getting made fun of for liking them. I remember getting made fun of for liking video games in general, besides the point, but like just to see these kids so happy that Sonny Hedgeman just was like, I'm here. (laughs) Like... It's so cool to see son- or, uh, Knuckles and Tails. I loved Tails as a kid. I think as I was the youngest out of my friends who played Sonic, so I'd always, when we'd like pretend and go outside and someone's like, I'm Knuckles, and the other person's like, I'm Sonic. I was like, I'm Tails. Just, you know, it felt nice. It's a very warm feeling. It's a very charming flick. It's very, very, very good. I enjoy it. 
Thank you for being here. <laughs> we gotta, we have to real quick. I don't want to get sad on you after such a happy thing, but we have to take a moment of silence for Gilbert Godfrey. Thank you. I was hurt. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, of our boy Gil. I don't know his comedy all that well. Um, I know that he did something very bold and very funny uh, on 9-11. He was making jokes about 9-11 um, because everything is funny. Everything should be laughed about. I think that's really, really funny. Uh, <laughs> just like... And then the towel was fat. Like, just imagine that voice. I think that, whatever. And when he died, like, you know, when Robin Williams died was the first time that I was ever, like, really upset that a famous person had died. And I first thought of Cyber Chase. Shout out to the PBS kids at home if you had PBS growing up. Which, I think a lot of that was filmed in Colorado. It's weird how things come back to you. And... I watched Cyber Chase and it had, um, oh, what's her name? There is a woman and I want to say it is Pamela Siegel, but I'm pretty sure she's not in it whatsoever. But Gilbert Godfrey played uh, Gidget, Digit, the bird. And then I was like, oh, him and Robin Williams are now together again. And then like, you know, if you were on the internet in like 2010, 11, 11 plus 113, there is that infamous video of him reading Fifty Shades of Grey and just him being like, I stuck my hand down her panties. <laughs> Killed me for a century. I mean, he, he redid it with WAP when that Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion song came out. It wasn't as good as the Fifty Shades of Grey one. I, I'll never not think of the clitoris. <laughs> like just him yelling that. It was actually this kid I knew. I won't say his name because we called him by his last name. Uh, that we wound up. He he was one of those kids that like could drive before anybody else, and he was good friends with Kyle. That's how I met him. And um, he recently started hooking up with this girl who he like later married and has kids with now. Great story. And I remember doing my impersonation of Gilbert Godfrey reading 50 shades of gray and him almost crashing <laughs> like so you know he's a person he was the aflac duck too so you know just kind of sad uh and what's funny is like i thought he died like a month or two ago and then i was like no i'm probably thinking of bob saget and then I was, because then Gilbert Godfrey died. Like, almost like this week when it happened, I was like, isn't he dead? And I didn't say it. So I'm assuming, because this is a podcast, this is an internet program, you're watching this on YouTube or on your drive, you're listening to it on your drive, or, you know, maybe you're making dinner, or um, <laughs> you're watching porn, and it's just on in the background, so you find the video, you like, I don't know, I don't know what you're into. We don't really know each other, but I talk to you a lot. I'm assuming you use Twitter.com. The Twitter app, what have you. I don't use it as much as I should for promotional reasons. Like, I just don't, I don't understand how to promo. I feel guilty when I promo. But Elon Musk, uh, the electric spaceman himself, who didn't start Tesla, he bought it. And if you go back like 100 episodes, I'm like, I love Elon. And now I'm just like, yeah, he can go f himself. Uh, 
bought Tesla, went to space, probably shouldn't, you know, X, Y, Z, doesn't see his kids, has enough money to fix world hunger and end homelessness and doesn't, um, owns 9% of Twitter. And he's so genuinely, unironically, like addicted to Twitter. Like homies tweeting about Dogecoin and shit. And it's like, Elon, Elon, maybe not, (laughs) maybe not like inflate stocks and shit. And then like, there was the whole thing about if, when he went on SNL, that if he were to bring up Doge and it would skyrocket Doge, like, is he insider trading? He he did a, a, a 10 billion IQ play today where he went to Twitter where he owns 9% and said, hey, look, I own 9% and I want to buy it out for cash. Cash. That's liquid assets. It's not stock. He's not going to trade land. He's not going to trade. He wants ca- He's going to give cash money. For Twitter, he wants to give like 40-something billion dollars. Liquid. Liquid, Chris. Just just gone. Out. And then he said, if you don't take my offer, I'm going to sell my 9% of the company. So either way, and yeah, he's probably got financial advisors, but either way, he's about to make a dumb amount of money. Like, even if he makes money off the revenue, like, even if he just invests in it and, like, gets a little bit of return back, what have you, whatever, I don't care. But if he sells 9%, he's gonna, one, screw up the, he's, like, the largest majority owner. He's gonna screw up the entire thing. Like, it's just, it's wild to think that we, like, Lex Luthor is real. Like, (laughs) Bezos is, like, Lex Luthor, and now we have this, like, I don't even want to, I was going to say Giga Chat as a joke, but that validates him a little bit in the wrong direction. I don't know. Do we all get like NFTs? <laughs> like, you know, Elon's going to make some dumb thing about it. Like, it's going to become a meme website. It, it, it essentially would become Reddit. Like, that's what I think would happen if Elon buys it. He probably won't like look after it himself because he doesn't even look after his own kids. But like, you know, I don't. So like tweet at me. <laughs> Here's my Twitter. Here's my Twitter. It's on screen. It's it's somewhere. Tweet at me. Um, let me know what you think. That's my personal Twitter. That's like the the channel Twitter, I guess, because I didn't make a separate one because it's old man Vince the Twitter, old man Vince the uh, Twitter uh, podcast, YouTube John, and the show is Atomic Radio Hour. <sighs> Guys, I'm tired. It's been. I'm gonna go through some shit, like in a good way. Like it's just you know. The other day was weird. I think everybody had a bad day. You, do you notice this? I want to know if April the 13th was a bad day for you guys. Please, in the Discord or the comments, let me know. I'm genuinely curious. Called my mom that morning. She was having a bad day. Went to work. I, had t- I heard two people say, I am ready to fight somebody today. I want to know if this was just like... And I don't want to be a white girl and be like, you know, maybe the moon's just, maybe the moon's just where the moon needs to be right now. And it's working on itself and Saturn's and Uranus. And, you know, there's the Capricorn who's the Scorpio Libra with an asparagus sun. And it's like, okay, that's enough. (laughs) That's enough. 
Like, I don't want to be like that. But, like, maybe the moon was just f***ed up. Like, I, maybe Mercury's in retrograde. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, all that shit's real because all of that shit is fake. But, like, you know, the moon has such power on the planet that it pulls the tides. So I have to believe that maybe the moon has some sort of a power over the Earth. And because of energy and magnets and whatever ICP doesn't understand, like, that affects us in some way. Like, I can't not believe that. I genuinely think everybody... Because it was just like everybody at work, everybody on the ride home, like every like you see people in the car, like people are just like my family who's 2,000 miles away from me just not feeling it. I think April 13th was a day that everybody just had a bad day. It was a Wednesday. I actually, I actually had such a bad day at work. I actually had such a bad day at work. I didn't record. I just sat on PlayStation and played Battle for Bikini Bottom with a friend and just kind of like yelled at each other. I mean, it was like good yelling. We weren't like upset with each other. He had a rough day at work too. I'm telling you, it wasn't a Friday. It was a Wednesday. So guys, like I said, not a super de duper de long episode for you today. Do have some fun lore though. We're going to talk a bit about it in just a moment. Before I get into the lore, I really, I really, really, really ought to thank the Patreon. Thank you to you guys. Because of you, I continue to have fun and do different stuff and try new things and uh, I love you and appreciate you, and I hope you're well, and I hope that thing clears up that you told me about in confidence. Starting from the top, we have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, we have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, we have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And last but certainly not least, we have to thank TP. Thank you, TP. I love you guys. Thank you for all you do. Because of you, we can continue to do what we got to do around these parts. Buckaroo! Buckaroo! Let's get to this lore. So, I asked a question in the Discord, right? Like I usually do. Let me just read exactly what it was for you fine folks at home. By the way, if you're not in the Discord, now is the time. I'm going to stop. Breathe in, breathe out. I'm gonna give you the next 10 seconds to join the Discord. This is, a call, this is what they call in adver advertisements, a call to action. I am calling for the action of you. Yes, you at home, look at you. Look how good you look today. Oh, are you over 18 and consenting to a kiss? Cause I would kiss you on the forehead if I could. That's how good you look today. You look great. The next 10 seconds, you have to go to the description below, click on the link for the Discord, and join. Say hello, and tell me what your favorite cheese is. F*** it. We're doing different shit this week. F feeling something. Let's see what the question was. The question I asked was, I want to see a picture of your favorite Fallout character from any canon game. I also want to hear why they're your favorite. I don't need a novel, but a few sentences of a favorite memory, their story, anything really. You get one submission. And you'll have until this day at this time to pick. And then, um, because I couldn't upload the video, I will upload... The video should be behind me. I'm going to put it in... Is the video behind me of the picker wheel? I like downloaded an app to do this, and I downloaded two apps to do this because I had to find an app that records my screen. So here's the video of it picking 
Mr. Tom Flood, once again, a British homie, back again to uh, tell us what the lore they wanted to hear. And let's let's just let's just read their entry. Behind me will be the picture they used. It's Nicholas Valentine. Maybe not necessarily my favorite character, but Nick Valentine has got to be up there. After helping him out, he shows significant interest in trying to help you on your journey. This re- reciprocal, I know that word, took me a second. Cut that out. This reciprocal help is something that is needed in the wasteland. Plus, it's interesting to learn more about synth feelings. And there's our boy Nikki on behind me. So I like things like this. I like asking these questions and getting more involved with everybody in the Discord. So I messaged Mr. Tom Flood and I said, Sir, you've won. Congratulations. How are you? Who would you like to hear? And honestly, Mr. Tom Flood picked out a person who I'm surprised we haven't done yet in almost in almost 200 episodes. We haven't done this character, an integral part, a pivotal part, the only non-killable character in New Vegas. So if you like to hear any lore whatsoever, make sure you're in the Discord because once a week I'll ask a question. First person to get the question correct gets to pick lore for this week. This week was chosen by Mr. Tom Flood, and he chose Yes Man from Fallout New Vegas. Yes Man is an is an artificial intelligence that has been placed inside of a PDQ88B Securitron model. These are the Securitrons, Rob Co. Securitrons, that patrol all throughout uh, New Vegas. It's they're a little bit in Freeside, just by the by the gates, but they are the protecting force of New Vegas before the NCR is there, and the NCR is not really there to protect, but they're there. And if something pops off, you know, Tandy's boys are going to be jumping in lickety f- split. So the Cure- Securitron body was actually recovered after Benny and some of the chairmen got together and attacked one with a pulse grenade. They then took the Securitron to Emily Ortal. I believe I'm saying that correctly. O-R-T-A-L, or tall. She's the woman who's outside 38 when you leave. She's like, hey, I'm a follower. Uh, I want to know more about Mr. House. They take it to her and she agrees to reprogram this Securitron if Benny gives her the secrets of who Mr. House is, what's going on. I don't know if they knew if he was a preserved body like you find out he is. But, like, they're going to want to know. They're science health people. What's fun about Yes Man is his name is also his job description. So he's a Yes Man. A uh, a Yes Man is kind of like it's, – it's, I know this is weird to bring it back to this, but I kind of feel like this is what's going on in Kanye's life is that everybody's telling him yes and nobody's telling him no. And Yes Man's entire programming is to tell the player character or Benny or whoever he speaks to really – Yes, you are correct. So I could be like, Benny, is this yellow shirt making me look dumb? And he'd be like, No, sir, not at all. Like I, like I, what do you want to hear? Like I'm, I'm, no, I'm telling you, your yellow shirt doesn't make you look like a canary whatsoever. You can go to him and just be like, Hey, yes, man, you remember Benny? And he's like, I do. He's my boss. And you could be like, Hey, yes, man, I'm your boss. And I was like, Oh, good. You're my boss. You don't have a suit on. That's really kind of cool. Like, you know, I didn't write this down directly in the notes, so I just want to make sure I address it right now. 
Yes Man is hidden in the tops, which I think is such a neat thing just for the brazen, the balls that Benny has to say, hey, we're going to stash him away in the, like, within the gaze of Sauron, which is kind of a shitty analogy. But, like, here's House, here's 38, here is his land, here is his his Rome. Again, for lack of better term. And I'm just going to hide him tucked away in, like, the most obvious spot. And, like, not, like, he's in Benny's sweet, but, like, in another room that, like, is adjacent to his that he's broken into. He's essentially, like, hidden pot under his, under his bed or, like, in his sock drawer. Like, it's right there. Like, it's super obvious that it would be in his room. So what Benny wants to do is he wants to take Yes Man get rid of House, and upload that AI into House's mainframe. Now, because Benny is a chairman, and he was one of the boot riders, and the man who he usurped his power from, his name was Bingo? I'm assuming he's spoken to House directly. He's obviously not been in 38, because the courier is the first person to go in 38, what have you, what will. But he has an audience, and he can probably call upon him if he needs, because he's the head of the chairman. Mortimer probably has the same office, the same opportunity. Kachino probably has the same opportunity for their respective hotels because they are the a face of Vegas, right? They're one of the tribes of Vegas. And he wants to get into 38, upload this AI that is Yes Man to the mainframe and wipe out House completely. Now, this gives him the ultimate upper hand because not only does he have control over all of Vegas, he has control over whatever the deal was between house and NCR. And then on top of that, he has an army of Securitrons. And as I'm going to talk about a little later, you can upgrade those Securitrons to be stronger Securitron. Because of, because of Yes Man being hooked up to the mainframe of house, of the 38, of everything else, that's how he found out about the couriers, about the six couriers that were going out. And saw the routes and knew, like, this is the one that I need is the chip. And he then said, okay, well, he's coming from here. This is going to be the route and we're going to do this. And I'll hire these cons. Uh, Jessup is one of them. So he figures all this out and then is two steps ahead of the courier, finds the courier. As we all know, the game opens with you getting shot twice in the head. And then he takes your... Platinum crisp, yeah. Like he takes your, uh, he takes the thing that the, the MacGuffin. He takes the plot device, and then starts the game. And what's a beautiful thing about Yes Man, and just a beautiful way to push plot. Like honestly, like as I get older and I appreciate New Vegas more and more, I'm really realizing that Yes Man is a failsafe in case you mess up the other ones, but also like. It's a way to push plot if need be. You'll just go there and go, hey, yes, man, tell me everything I need to know about Ben. And he goes, sure thing, stranger man. What do you want to know? And then it he just tells you everything. I kind of want to get a yes man tattoo, just the face, like on the back of my thigh. I think that'd be super tight. Or or no, my calf. Either way. Something that like nobody would ever see it, but I but I know it's it's for me. Special for me. Or my butt cheek. Nah, that's too weird. I bet that, I wonder if that hurts. That's prime real estate. Anyway, so Yes Man can activate the army of Securitrons and then can get upgraded to Mark II through 38. So it's in the bottom of 38, as you probably know if you've played the game. Yes Man is an incredibly powerful entity. 
I would I would argue Yes Man can be powerful, more powerful than the Legate. I think he could be more powerful than Linnaeus. I I do. I I I'm, this is not the time or place for it. If um, I do a tier list video, link to the tier list video here. If I do a tier list video on the most powerful, well, that's the thing is like it's it's so easy to say like Horrigan's S. He's double S god tier. Like he's just come on. Uh, SS plus Hitler streaming service. <laughs> um, but like, I, I really think he could be more powerful than Linnaeus because of this. There is the, the Eldorado substation. You have to upload Yes Man to the Eldorado sub, sub, substation. And that is because during the Battle of Hoover Dam, in case Hoover Dam is damaged so tremendously that it cuts off power, because mind you, Hoover Dam, regardless, like in the real world, regardless of Fallout, Hoover Dam, if humans are blink gone tomorrow, Hoover Dam is predicted to have power. I think it's anywhere from two to 600 years that'll just continuously go. Also, this is my favorite fun fact about Hoover Dam. Uh, it's not done proofing or curing, whatever the term is for concrete. When concrete solidifies, it gives off heat. And the concrete around it is still solidifying and giving off heat and the heat is not letting it solidify. So there is like a cycle that like predicted in X amount of years, Hoover Dam will solidify. It has nothing to do with this lore. It's one of the coolest facts that I know about this big, this big block of thing that stops water and makes power. If the dam gets so tremendously injured, the Eldorado substation is backup power. They redirected power at least for Yes Man from the sub the, the substation, but then, which is a super underrated thing that I don't feel like enough people talk about, when you're doing that last battle and you get inside of Hoover Dam, as you start turning corners and seeing screens, depending on who you picked, you'll see Yes Man's like little smiley face on the screen which i love it's a nice little touch small little thing little ting for you big fan uh really enjoy that and another thing about yes man is when i first played new vegas i didn't really understand what i was doing because it was like the first super in-depth rpg that i really had ever played and i remember doing the yes man route because i just stumbled upon it so i was like i guess i'm doing this and it was like, go talk to this group, go talk to this group, go talk to this group, go talk to this one and this one as well. And I didn't realize what that like really meant for like story progression and the game and what have you. And I just went, lie, we don't have to worry about them. Lie, we don't have to worry about them. Lie, we don't have to worry about them. And then I was just like, I think that's a big reason why I didn't like New Vegas is because I was just like, oh, I guess I don't have to do any of that. That's lame at first. That's why I didn't like it at first. So I just remember like going to Yes Man and being like, yeah, I talked to him. All right. All right, cool. Good. What are they going to do to help us in the battle? I, they're not showing up. Okay. Like that was just. But I like that because like it, I want to see glitchless speedruns because I have a feeling a glitchless speedrun is how fast can I get to Benny? How fast can I kill Benny? How fast can I tell Yes Man? Do not worry about these people. I have a feeling it's incredibly quick. Like both. Before Vulpus and Kalta could even come to you and be like, the eyes of Kaisar shine upon you. Here is his mark. Do not f up because we will not give you this pleasure again. That sounded sexual. We will not give you this opportunity again. That didn't sound sexual. Like that, I feel like, oh God, I really want to look up. I think I could do it. I bet you any amount of money I could do it. I could be the tomato anus 
And those are big words, I know. But I could be the tomato anus of glitchless speedruns for New Vegas. Maybe. I'd have to look into it. Who watches Glitchless, though? All right, some notes. Now, I get all my lore off of fallout.fandom.com. Yes Man can be persuaded into admitting being the means by which Benny found out that the Courier had the Platinum Crisp and takes pride in it if the Courier subsequently reveals to him that he, the, cur- the Courier got shot by Benny. Yes Man will show remorse for having taken pride in the act. I think I've said this, but if you attack him, he becomes hostile briefly, much in the same vein as Victor. Because he's a a Securitron, you kill him, he just comes right back. Oh, so hold on a second. This says, if the player character is female and seduces Benny, seduces and kills Benny with the Black Widow perk, Yes Man will remain in the back room of Benny's suite instead of moving in front of the Topps Casino entrance. I don't have any memory of him being outside of the tops. I, okay, this is a genuine thing. This is how big and prolific this game is. Prolific? Prolific? I had no memory of Yes Man being outside of the tops. None whatsoever. That was my first playthrough was a Yes Man playthrough in Independent Vegas. A courier ran Vegas. And... I have, I remember going to Benny Sweet every single time. I wonder, I was also playing the game the day it came out, so I wonder if the glitches were just crazy because there's a really good video online about how Hoover Dam, the Battle of Hoover Dam was completely different and there was like way more graffiti and like things on the wall and like there's walkways and I remember that. But like the only way to see it is if you take out all the patches. Like I remember dismissing Boone and watching him walk back to the Dinky Dino. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. I, I thought you had to go to Benny's suite every time because I was writing. I actually have a note that I was going to write down for this where it was like, I wonder if you can use Benny's suite as a player home and just operate out of there. Oh, wow. Hmm. In the French version of the game, Yes Man is bien oui oui. Bien being French for blessed. B, or B-E-N-I. Benny? Benny oui oui? And we meaning yes. It is a slang term given to a person who always agrees with the authorities. The Spanish version he is called Servatron. That's cool. Yes Man is one of the o- is one of, if not the only, Securitron that is not affected by the Mark II software upgrade. Because you can infinitely respawn Yes Man, he becomes an infinite source of scrap metal. Yes Man will no longer respawn if a laser or plasma weapon disintegrates or melts him. This does not cause any quest he's associated with to end or fail. Wow. If asked about the fort, and then asked about it again after... After installing him into the 38 main, the Lucky 38's mainframe, he would give the player character a printout <laughs> stating that he hates repeating himself and feels self-conscious. And when this happens, the letter ends with love. Yes, man. I love that. That's so neat. That's about it. That's really about, about everything I have to say about yes, man. Really cool character. He should be behind me. It's weird. When I was a kid, I watched Nick Jr. And I had face. And then after face... I had Yes Man. I hope you guys enjoyed this. That is everything I have to say about Yes Man. And that, for this week, is lore. About all I have to say for you guys for this week. I hope you've enjoyed. I hope you're doing well. Like I always say. I hope you're smiling. I hope you found somebody who makes the sun feel warm again for you. Someone who you can be quiet with and gets your humor.
Someone who just you want to sit on the couch and watch Pirates of the Caribbean with and hold their hand. Someone who just makes smiling feel fun again. And if you like our intro music, you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music. Stop there. You get all of Shane Ivers heaters. You throw a little slash with a feather duster and you get the intro song. In the in the description, there's links to the Twitters, mine, Kyle's, the shows. There's also links to the Discord. There's also links to the Red Bubble by a design that I or the previous host have designed. You can also find yourself the Patreon. Support the show. Help your homie out. We are on our way out of here. I love you. Be safe. Wear a condom and a mask. Don't flip them. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.